0: The contents of this show are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information on the show does not create a client therapist relationship and should not be taken as professional advice. Before making any decisions regarding your health care, ask your personal physician or mental health care professional or call 911 for any emergencies.
1: We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Erin.
2: Hey, we wanted to give you a quick heads up that this episode was recorded before any stay-at-home orders were in place and before we had any idea what the coronavirus would be doing to our lives today. Just something to keep in mind while listening. Also, we have a super cool new way to support the show. For as little as $3 a month, you can become a patron and help us keep doing what we're doing. Patreon.com Slash less alone podcast, and there's a link on our website right at the top lessalonepodcast.com.
1: Here we are, we are back, back in the studio. Are
2: we recording?
1: Yeah, okay.
0: back in the saddle again. <laughs> <God>. Yes, <laughs> you got this. We are thing. here. We are here. here. Anna, are
1: you here? That's the real I'm question. I'm not really <laughs> here.
2: I kind of forgot about tonight's recording. <laughs> she put me to voicemail twice.
1: Two times. <laughs> Two times. And
2: I had just put my sweatpants on. I'm like, I had just, I was going to start doing some of our social media stuff. I'm like, settled in. I was going to turn on a true crime show. She oh, didn't want to have snap. a nice conversation I had, with me. I, did I, you? You did I, not. And Humpty, Thank you. Right next to me. Oh. Is that, we were both settled in. Yep. We were out all day, and then yep. I'm like, wait, this must be an emergency. That and then, is Oh, wait, so no, funny. you texted. Like, uh, yep. Yeah. And, you're and like, that's how uh, you get a hold uh, of Anna. You're all, where are you? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? And then I looked at the calendar, and I'm like, oh, shit. Not where you're supposed to be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not, that's
0: where you are. And
2: that's, like, totally out of character for me to forget.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's oh, true. totally that's out of character very, for you. That's very, very true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I think the, um, but I made it here. You did. And I'm not real quick. (laughs) And you know, the owner of the studio really came through with uh, letting us know how to get in. That's handy. Yes, thank you. Good, good. thank you. All right. So we had Joan Rogliano in last week or last episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Such a great interview. She's great. She's She's so awesome. Oh, she's so awesome. And really, her energy
0: is the most. I wish that. I hope that comes across um, to the audience Mm because it's. her energy in person is so calming.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, loving.
0: And comforting. And, loving. Yeah. and just so maternal in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: She's so kind. I, she's like the kind of person I would like to be.
0: Well, I think that's the thing is it's such a gift with um, older people that have clearly she's worked through whatever the things she needs to work through and then people's energy because then there's like wisdom oozing out of them mm-hmm. and i love that well, my even, favorite thing
2: like just in her presence yes. like i mean obviously she had a lot of valuable and wonderful things to say yeah. but simply being in her presence mm-hmm. was like it's a so, gift
0: yeah a it was like
2: gift. i wanted to tell her <laughs> that she was like a human xanax but i thought that <laughs> might be offensive And I've been worried about being offensive to people. So I declined to say that. Right. But that's kind of how it felt. Like, I just felt Maybe she's listening to this episode. (laughs) Joan, I love you. And please do not be Thank you for the (laughs) the chill (laughs) pill. Yeah, it was like, just that... What were you saying? Like, the strongest... Nervous system in the room wins. Yeah. Mm. Did you say that after the episode or when um something i might have said yeah. it during the episode yeah too.
1: i think you said it after okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. great mm-hmm.
2: you're wrong Aaron. yes <laughs> we are <all> right
1: <laughs> okay. they'll tell you when you said it why'd you so. even
2: ask okay <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're working through some stuff here you're mad that
1: i didn't pow, answer pow, huh pow, pow, pow. No, are I'm you mad sure. no
0: okay
1: mad about what time is it <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had to uh, some shit. I know. Some shit. Yeah.
0: Uh, totally. Yeah. Whatever. I really thought that was gonna turn into it, but you are mad, and I'm like, oh, I hate when people do that. When t- people tell you that you're mad, but you're not mad. Oh, yeah. I trust you if you say you're not no. mad. Yep. Anyways, okay.
2: Moving on. I'm well, so scary. so that's something to learn yes. about with people is trust what they tell you.
1: Yes. It's like. Or just like realize that someone else has to be adult enough to tell you if they have a problem. Yeah. And if they can't yes. do that, then. And if they're being like bitchy or a jerk to you, then like, F them.
0: <laughs> yep. And <laughs> the also, too. <laughs> If if that's one way to shit, do it. Give it a little shit's okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You forgot about
0: recording. I can give um, you yeah, a little shit yeah, for yeah. it, right? Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about if someone is... Oh, if you
0: piss me off, I should tell you. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You didn't piss Rather me off.
1: Rather than pissing. like being like bitchy and not telling Passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. Passive-aggressive. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's my favorite. Therapist. It is my favorite. I bet it is. <laughs> uh, huh. mm. uh, huh. It's great. So we're gonna just <laughs> quickly circle back to the question that we asked <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, Super good at this. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you, Amy. Here we go. So okay. what was that question? The, the rando. Question? Oh, what body part would you the do with that? The rando? Without? No, no.
2: The rando question? Yeah, yeah. what yeah. was it? Uh, the first one I asked her was would you rather lose your Right hand or left foot? Or it was, would you rather lose your left hand and, or right foot? I can't remember.
0: It was left hand, right foot. Left hand, right foot. That's, okay, right. that's what
2: I thought. Okay, so what would you say?
0: Well, the same reason she had, was I would not lose my foot because I'm a runner.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I would agree with losing the foot because I'm a right-handed, I write right-handed. So but but rather, you would lose your left hand. Yeah, exactly. So.
2: No, no. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying
1: i am a righty yeah okay. so definitely losing my left hand well, yeah that like
2: because like it's either do i use a wheelchair or crutches my whole life or do i just not well like... you could get
0: you could get a prosthetic
1: yeah that's true right wait wait, wait. i think that like defeats the entire purpose of oh, the no, question right no Why? i think you could do it really yeah oh adaptability yeah, but I no. But I'm so. thinking, like, like do without if you had to suffer oh, no. for your
0: whole life. <laughs> you have to <laughs> suffer.
1: You can't have any. Things no, you know what? I you have, have
2: to hop your whole life. Hey,
1: I'm gonna give a quick shout out because remember that woman on there was a woman on The Bachelor, and she <laughs> no. I'm telling you, The Bachelor. Okay. There's right. a lot Go there. Ahead. Go ahead. The woman on The Bachelor who um, had a disability with. Her, I don't know which arm it was, but I think she had, like, a shortened arm or Mm -hmm. something. But I always just really admired her because she, like, she just was on that, you know, like, she... We played
0: against a girl in basketball when she had the same arm type of thing, I think. Yeah. And she was amazing. Yes. And it it did not stop her. It didn't change her. She was still awesome. Yeah. I'm like, how badass are you if you can adapt in that way? Yeah, Like, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway. However, if, my, if I did have to choose to take my ankle off or take, you know, yeah. I, if my ankle had to come off, I would still use a prosthetic. So oh, yeah. I'm. Uh, that's yes. the addendum totally. for definitely, myself. totally, definitely. Yeah. So I
2: would choose the um, hand option too. Okay.
1: Great. Yeah. I'm glad we got this. <laughs> wow. but we that. But we have you another question.
2: question. Have so oh, oh yeah, what was, well was it? that one? <laughs> Since everybody thought that one was super easy. Apparently, okay. What w- what has the last year taught you,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amy? You first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You don't have to go I'm first. I'm not going first. I can't. Why don't you oh. pull an Anna? Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was thinking about this on the way over here as I was driving over here late. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah, that's a big question. Yeah, that's a big question. Um, gosh, I feel like it's taught me a lot about failure. Mm, honestly. So? Like, I feel like there's a certain perceived idea about someone who's written a book and, like, it just like oh you're supposed to be just set it's like there it's just kind of put on this pedestal of like oh I want to write a book I want to write a book and then once that's done you're like successful or something you it's have like, arrived yeah and then it's like I've just had some different low points <laughs> this year of just like gosh I feel like it may be at a starting over point mm-hmm. in different areas of my life and I don't know if this makes any sense, but I just kind of feel like a new low.
0: I feel like. Anna, keep going. Say more about oh that, Anna. Oh, gosh. This, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. this sounds so depressing. Well, I mean, keep going. No, but is. You're it, in it's, the
1: middle now. Okay. So 2020 is really off to a great it's start. It's off to a
2: wonderful start. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. No. Um, yeah, I just feel
1: like. Actually, I have to say, I really appreciate your honesty.
2: Yeah. Okay. For real. If it's too depressing. We no, should... no, no, no okay. it's not. This is just give a little poke.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
2: just like, I, I mean, you know, we talk a lot about, like, even before this episode, we were talking about, like, positivity and, like, not letting yourself go to that deep place. And I just feel like, you know, at my age, I'm 40, you know, it's like, oh, you're supposed to have it all figured out. Or, like... Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have it all figured out in a way. It says everyone,
0: but no one does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's right. this
2: perceived idea. I of guess course. everybody yeah. at every stage thinks, oh, I'm supposed to have this shit figured out. Right. Like, I'm 40, shouldn't I have this figured out? And it's yeah. like, gosh, I just, you know, I have this situation with a friend and I, I just really feel like I messed it up mm-hmm. and like just different, you know, marriage is hard. It just, and just different career stuff. I just feel like I've hit a new bottom, and... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And not to say that I won't come out of it, but right. it's just, I like, you know, I'm walking through it, and, you know, it's just, um yeah, it's... Do you feel like there's, like, a rebirth coming? I think so. I mean, it's almost like... I don't really know where to go with this, yeah. but, like, mm-hmm. I just feel like you just... I, I have... You just, I have thought that I've, I'm i there, I'm done, everything's set up. And then it's like, oh, nope. You're always going to be learning and of continuing course. to grow. And it's like, it's just it, the way it's worked in like every area of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just feels like. You feel like it happened all at once? Like yeah, it's all just your kind areas of. Yeah, time? and I'm not sure what that's all about. Yeah. But it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm trying to be gentle with myself and. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and Snuggle Humpty. <laughs>
2: and Snuggle Humpty. Humpty he, He's hump. just a joy. Yeah. He's oh, I'm joy. so glad. Our new dog. Mm-hmm. Newish. We've had him for a while. I huh? heard
1: someone say to you that ever since you got him, you're there's like a new joy to you or yeah. something like that. Was he's like,
2: oh, you've totally changed. Yeah. And I was like, really?
1: Yeah. And good or bad? <laughs> you're like, I'm at a new low. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I mean, and just maybe I'm saying that in the wrong way, but it's just like... I feel like I'm not being very articulate about this. You're doing this, great. But it's just like, I feel like at 40, I should have my shit figured out. And I feel like I'm just starting over in different areas. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, gosh, how am I still messing stuff up this bad? Because you're mm. a human being. Yeah. yeah. Freaking humanness. Oh, uh, yeah. Humanness. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's like trying to be kind with myself and just be like, I just need to just ask for help and just be like, I need to...
1: You. ask for help yeah
0: yeah aaron what and about you i think oh. that there's a good i was <laughs> driving past Hold up. i was no. driving past this building it might have been a church or something but it was talking about when you're in the valley then there's two mountains and i was oh, like i saw that on a oh. church on, on sign yeah. yes yeah and i was like that is so you normally i like kind yes. of roll my eyes but i was like oh that's there so are two good. peaks two, to
1: every yeah, valley yeah, mm. yeah two peaks yeah. to every valley so yes, good so good
0: um that and church
1: always has really good things. That's really good. Yeah. And so
0: uh, I would say that's a... How- what church is it?
1: Okay, wait. I just have to say there are three signs mm-hmm. I watch every single time I drive by them in Denver. One is university and I think it's... Um,
0: St. Thomas Aquinas Church? No, it's uh, it's the it? one
1: where that's, everybody goes to that school. St. Paul oh, yeah, of yeah, the... Yeah. <clears throat> Saint, <laughs>
2: Sorry, non-Denver people. Sorry, you not know
1: what I we're doing we're, we're getting in the weeds. Okay. Yep. And then there's another one that's a Ford dealership off of <laughs> I-25. Oh, yeah? I-25 and I think Evans. They have super great signage yeah. and mm-hmm. just, like, empowering, like, you got this type yeah. of thing. Like yeah. work hard and it will pay off type mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. I love that one. And then there is another church, and that one is on Steel Street, and it's like Steel in Arizona. Okay. So.
2: Yep. Tanya
0: huh. yeah
2: there's always this gas station that we drive by on um six that always has super sassy things and I'm like oh my gosh you're like the sassiest and gas go- station
1: I think we should start doing like signs <laughs> if anyone <laughs> sees a really great S- send sign <laughs> send it in hashtag tag us yeah, yeah. at lesson Loan podcast <laughs> check this one out <laughs> okay so uh let's see so the last year for me <laughs> oh doozy what has it taught me well, intuition. Listen to my intuition, mm-hmm. and I feel like for me, that's why. Like I like to think that that word, or you know, something I'm working on for this year. Uh, so definitely, like, listen to my intuition. Stay with it. Respect it. Don't lose it, and don't lose myself. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, the other thing I would say is the. Um, just, like, the amazing value of connection mm-hmm. and people being vulnerable, and that includes me, like, me being honest and vulnerable and open and talking to, um, just reaching out. Mm-hmm. Like, those two are my huge, uh, huge lessons. Mm-hmm. So intuition and then just the, like, the power of, um, the power of talking. <coughs> so, Aaron, what have you, what's
0: the, how would you answer that
1: question? Um,
0: well, I think that I have learned about patience this year, and I was reading a tea uh, label, um, and it was talking about how that nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. And I think that mm. that is a good reference point because when I get impatient about things, really, I mean, if we look at the seasons, Leaves take a long time to turn, flowers take forever, but then everything always is planted and things are harvested harvested. And so I think it's a good lesson to learn, even though I don't like it when I'm in it. So, hmm yeah.
1: mm-hmm. It's good. Yep. Lots to learn in the last year. Yeah, uh so, so before we go on to uh the next segment of the show, <laughs> we have a drum roll, please. Thr- <laughs> five-star review (laughs) this one is from ashley marie mc and it says the title is fantastic this podcast feels like you're talking to your best friends it's great oh
0: thank you thanks ashley marie
1: mc thank you keep them coming please keep them coming Who's ready for some intriguing flavors of tea? I am, and I hope you are too. So check out tecotea.us. That's T-E-K-O-T-E-A dot U-S. And I will tell you, there are wild-picked Icelandic herbs blended with delicious green and black teas. So check it out, tecotea.us you want to get out of debt, I can help you get out of debt
2: so fast. So get yourself hooked up with the Debt Free Roadmap and it will walk you through all the steps I want to help you get to where you want to be.
1: DebtFreeRoadmap.com. Clean what you can. You'll find products and services that will help you, one, identify your top five values, two, give you direction in life, and three, clean, keep things tidy and purified, namely air and water. So check it out. Cleanwhatyoucan dot com. Hey Anna. Yeah. You know Aaron's a pretty badass therapist, Uh, right? I
2: totally know. I just like take notes when she's
1: talking. Me too. (laughs) Some of our audience does as well. Uh So did you know that there's also a place that you can get information directly from her? On her website, right? Yeah. And didn't you do it? Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah,
2: so there's all these free workshops that they're offering. And at thekaliinstitute.com, you can sign up for those. K-A-L-I is how you spell Kali. And then institute, thekaliinstitute.com. Get it done.
1: So we talked a little bit about how um, just the energy of, well, first of all, of how different it is for us to have a guest over the phone versus in yeah. studio mm-hmm. and then just in general when we were able to sit in the studio with Joan and really just her her calming presence kind of overtook it felt mm-hmm. like yeah
0: totally did it was and so yeah.
1: nice it was so nice
0: and i think that was a uh, takeaway that all three of us had about how calming yeah yep. yeah yep.
1: and usually I'm like scribbling notes during the interviews and for her I just found myself completely absorbed mm-hmm. like I, I can't find any notes and mm-hmm. I'm like did I not take any <laughs> like that or, or was I just like so into I don't know just so yeah. listening holding on to every word mm-hmm. for her I feel like yeah and I mean obviously it was really personal for me um you know, I have not had that opportunity to sit that close to her and have a conversation like that mm-hmm. one-on-one or, you know, one on- with, well... One on three, I don't know, but you know, like that you was were a new. To her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> Wait, was a. It new... was a three
2: in one. Yeah. <laughs> a three on one That's date. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, it was definitely a new experience for me because I had seen her as the leader of the Wildflowers group and really up there in front of everyone speaking, and you know, obviously she's it's her her baby or her mm-hmm. organization, and um, so that was really special. And obviously just, it's amazing to know that I'm not alone mm-hmm. in this divorce, um, in the process, in the fact that I will be a divorced woman, you know, something mm-hmm. I never really thought would be me. Right. And then to meet Joan and meet a bunch of other women at that wildflowers group really meant a lot. And I think like just gave me a whole um, new like, like wave to ride. You know, just mm-hmm. like would bring me in mm-hmm. to the whatever beach. What? <laughs> what? Why am I talking <laughs> right about that? That's
2: okay. There you go. What? What's happening? You're surfing.
1: <laughs> I'm surfing with a bunch of divorces.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good time.
1: Thankfully, they can all ride the wave with me. (laughs) There
0: you go. There you go. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: So, anyway, yeah. But, Erin, you, um, but when we got here today, you were talking about something called um, mirror neurons. Yes. What?
0: Yeah. I think this is an interesting concept that I... Well, I've heard a lot about, but I don't think that people have. And so we found this article on uh, Cognifit Health, Brain, and Neuroscience, even though I wrote Brian, but... Um, and we'll link to that in the show notes. But so mirror neurons, I'll read the definition of this, but then I'll tell you what it actually means. Um, so mirror neurons can be defined as a group of neurons that activate when we perform an action or when we see an action being performed. And so what does that mean? So if you think about whenever you yawn and then all of a sudden that's contagious and then we yawn, or if someone is crying or someone is sad, then you feel that sadness. And it's like that. The, I think mirror neurons are largely responsible for empathy, Mm -hmm. like having empathy with people. So you're like feeling with them because Mm -hmm. we're changing. I think, um, I don't know. So like smiling and laughing as well, but also too, I think that like, um, that there's an activation in some sort of process in there of disgust. So when you feel, see disgust on someone else's face, you then feel disgusted. Oh, totally. Um, So there's that. And then the other one I thought is that another study shows that, um, the part of you when you see someone touching someone else that even though so no one's touching you you can kind of still feel that in your body which i think is fascinating and um, that is all assuming like i mean
1: cuz i know like if if you're a sociopath like there's yeah. no you are unable to be empathetic right. is that right yes yeah and so um this would be for None. For the normal
0: population. Sociopaths.
1: If you're
2: not a sociopath is a
0: tip <laughs> for, for you. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> I think our our audience is larger sociopaths, so I'm glad that we uh, clarified that for the people. They're definitely <laughs> good, sociopaths are definitely concerned about connections. I
1: so. recently read a study though, yes. or like read a book actually, but and it is like one in twenty-five people a lot. are sociopaths. Yes. So this is something to be aware of. That yes. there are people out there who just like Unable to be empathetic. Yes. And I think, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I, I honestly, I cannot wrap my brain around that. Mm-hmm. Um, my I get teased a lot for the way I listen sometimes, mm-hmm. especially my brother. He'll tease me. But, like, he always says that I really do, like, literally mirror him. So, mm-hmm. like, if he's telling yes. me the story. This is it. Yeah, I'll be, like, mm-hmm. nodding my head or, yes. like, oh, like having these, like, facial mm-hmm. expressions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed uh-uh. that about me, but he always, it drives him crazy because right. he'll be like, chill, chill out, like, right. stop, <laughs> like, don't so listen intense. to me so well, he's,
2: intensely. <laughs> he's in sales, so that could be, he might be, like, tuned into it mm-hmm. Of
1: that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But Who knows? I just find it and fascinating. You can say,
0: well, here's some information. Yeah, on I your have neurons. really strong
1: mirror neurons. neurons. Yes, so. thank you, Al. Boom. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Good. Uh huh.
1: So, what? Why did that come to you in our conversation with Joan?
0: Because of, of the strongest nervous system in the room wins, and so like she she was super calm, and that brought all of our energy level like to a really calm place, and she regulated the entire space in this podcast studio, and so the reason that is is we can feel that is because her energy is contagious and i think mirror neurons are largely responsible for that um and i think that the mirror neurons are things that uh, unless you're in the field of psychology and some that you might not know about yeah totally yeah totally so i hope all of you think it's interesting (laughs) yeah thanks (laughs) maybe not (laughs) fast forward 30 (laughs) seconds Yeah.
1: Well it I think it does tie in well though to Because how
0: many yeah. times have you wondered like why do I yawn every time someone yawns? This right. is why mm, you yawn yeah. every time right. someone yawns. Yeah. yeah. Right. Great point,
2: yeah. point. Right. I wonder if um she like meditates or how she's so calm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: I wish I would've asked her.
1: Right? Follow up. Follow up. Yep. Follow yeah. Up. She's pretty open. Yeah. yeah. Gave that email, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think it's interesting too. So obviously Joan's work is all about, um, divorce women. And for me, that is obviously, you know, um, where I'm at in life. So it pertains to me, but our podcast is also not a divorce podcast, you know, it's about a connection. It's about connection podcast, but, um, Divorce rate
0: is high, though.
1: Divorce rate is very high. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the strategies of how to support friends and family on her website are really good about how you can connect with people who might be going through a divorce, but maybe you're not or Mm -hmm. you, you know, just aren't familiar with that experience. And so uh, can I, I'll just read them really quick. So... Um, there is on the wildflower site. It, there are three tips on how to support There's a short f- video. A which short is, video. We're yeah, talking about it. Yeah, with the tips um, on how to support a friend or family going through a divorce. So the first one is listen, feel comfortable, listen, and feel comfortable knowing you don't have to have the answers. And I think that is a good point with the mm-hmm. mirror neurons right where Mm -hmm. it's like if you just show someone that you're really listening that's the holding space yeah holding space like showing love all of that undivided attention Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. uh the second thing is come up with a distraction or um just reassure them that life Life will will go go on on. yes yeah that this this too shall pass right and then number three um go with the person to important appointments So so for you
0: in reading those then uh how do you feel about those since you're going through the process uh
1: agree I totally agree I think that um sometimes I repeat myself to like friends and uh family or you know when I because I just feel like there is so much to process um mentally and emotionally for me Mm -hmm. and so whenever anyone is listening I just it I am so appreciative Mm -hmm. and if And if they are able to just hold the space. And frankly, like, I know, too, that that space, there is a capacity for, you know, like, people will run out of that space, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so um, there have been times where it's like, you know, someone will say, like, I just don't, I don't have, I can't right now. You Mm -hmm. know, I can't listen. And so um, when people do have the space and Mm -hmm. and are able, it's like, it just means so much, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then I.
2: How have you felt when. People have said I can't right now, like I don't have the capacity.
1: Um it's been a little like a little tricky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How so yeah. Well, I wanna respect it, but it's hard when you're in it. It is hard when you're in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So luckily I just feel so grateful for the um just I mean, I have so many. There are other people that I can reach out to, yeah. you know, and, and just how grateful I'm looking at you too. But... <laughs> <laughs> <Five. laughs> <laughs>
2: you're all, you're not allowed to say that you <laughs> don't <laughs> have the <laughs> capacity. <in> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not easy.
1: Let me tell you. I mean, I would be lying if I was like, oh, no problem. I can totally respect that. But it's, yeah, I, mean, I got to work yeah. through that then yeah, too. Of course, yeah. Fuck you. No, I'm, I'm, just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> just, just kidding. But it's like just totally kidding. good, yeah. a totally
2: great boundary yeah. for it, someone to it tell is. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's Absolutely. Hard, Absolutely. Hard it is. I mean, do you then feel hesitant to ask them?
1: Big time. Time.
2: oh okay yeah yeah
1: or like just hesitant to really even talk about oh. stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. yeah for sure hmm. because i i think that's like just protecting myself maybe mm, you yeah. know where it's yeah. like oh, like oh. because i know there are other people who have never said anything like that to yeah. me and like i don't know that's like safer
2: yeah, yeah. true
1: You know, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I don't know, but, um, good questions. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I gotta say, I mean, this whole process is so hard and I do just uh, know that like so many people, everybody, it's like the, you know, the people in my corner are, um, so supportive of me and Mm -hmm. I'm so appreciative, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's amazing. It's really, truly amazing. So um, I think come up with a distraction and reassure someone that life will go on. I think that is also something that you kind of have to proceed with caution.
0: Of course. You Mm -hmm. know, like
1: you don't want to like jump the gun on that because sometimes people, it is just like you were saying, Aaron, about like holding space. Mm -hmm. It's all about like in due time, Mm -hmm. you know, Distractions are great, mm-hmm. but there are some moments, obviously, where that's like the last thing somebody needs. That's the last thing. I should speak for myself. That's like what I don't, mm-hmm. I can't do, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and then I think like important appointments for me, that's been an interesting thing just legally. So, um, you know, there's a lot of with like attorney-client privilege and things that I have learned. I knew nothing about the legal system or, you know, really anything about that, and so there are some rules where, like, maybe someone would want to go with you to an appointment, Mm. but they are not allowed to go into the room with you, or, you know, so there are some things like that that I've learned, Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as, like, court goes, I mean, I think um, if anybody is going through a divorce that, unfortunately, does take you to court, you know, that, for me, I have learned that um, I can't do that by myself. Mm -hmm. It's just not not wise for me mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think they're good tips. Right. Yeah, okay. definitely. Right.
0: Yeah. I also thought it was interesting when she talked about the that she does divorce strategy planning with people, which I would never... Oh, my of, gosh. Of course, you need a strategy for everything, and so why would that be any different? But I thought it was fascinating that I was like, oh, that makes yeah. sense. I would, would have something I would have never thought about before. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. And it was also interesting talking to her because I did not have any kind of strategy, you know, going into my divorce, it caught me off guard. You know, Mm -hmm. there were just a whole bunch of things that listening to her, it's almost like, whoa, like if you were to have the ideal divorce, Mm -hmm. do what she's saying, do what Joan says, (laughs) you know? But like, you know, obviously they're all all different and Mm -hmm. not, you can't always have a strategy going into it. But, you know, there are, I think the other really, amazing statistic from what I've learned is that like the vast majority of divorces are very amicable and like, you know, solved outside of the courtroom and, um, good for them, man.
0: I <laughs> thought it was super interesting when she was talking about when, when people are over 50 and when people are over 65, mm-hmm. the oh, rate yeah. of divorces. Cause that I also, um, think, I just think it's really interesting cause that would be an entirely different, difficult factor yeah. added onto things. Um, yeah, so I thought that fact did she
2: say what the reason was for that? Uh, I don't know if there is necessarily
1: yeah. a reason, but um, I mean, my parents got divorced, you know, mm-hmm. when um they were uh over 65, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, it w- that was hard, that was a hard time for, I think, like, the finances are such yeah. a huge mm-hmm. thing, and then um. You know, it's just, it's a crazy uh, time. Yeah. I, I don't know. Right. Like your life, you should be going, you know, you think you're going into retirement or. Right. But anyway. Then,
0: so when she was talking about ageism being a really big thing. Right. I thought that was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I looked up what exactly is ageism. Ageism on the World Health Organization defines ageism as stereotyping prejudice and discrimination against people on the basis of their age. Ageism is widespread and an insidious practice, which harmful effects on the health of older adults. Um, so basically she was saying that, um, that it, that people get discriminated against, especially, mm-hmm. she was largely referring to women, um, that people get discriminated against and have a really hard time with employment, because oftentimes after a divorce, people need uh, to find a way to make money, and that it's hard for women Um, and so I think that was just, uh, it's nice that, I mean, when people bring up things that are not necessarily an issue for you yet, and it's just like, you know that they exist, but when you talk about them in context of divorce, then I just think that helps build empathy for, Mm -hmm. uh, the situation.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, it's so... I mean, you know, it's funny, like being more in the middle age Mm -hmm. time period, I guess, of life where (laughs) I am. I know, weird, huh? (laughs) But it's like, you know, it's, I can only. I mean, the I feel like I'm not really ah, ageism. Like that doesn't right. really affect me. Well, that's what know? they were saying.
0: That ageism is everywhere, and yet it's the most socially normalized prejudice of any. So yeah. it's not like, widely countered like racism or sexism. And these adi- attitudes lead to marginalization of older people within communities and have negative impacts on health and well-being. Mm.
1: Well, and we've is, had that conversation, yeah. right, about like yeah. the loneliness epidemic yeah. amongst baby boomers and mm-hmm. you know all the like retired populations yep. and. Um, there's a lot of work.
2: In the UK, don't they have a specific loneliness project that's geared towards... A minister, right?
1: Well, they have a minister of loneliness and then they have the campaign to end loneliness. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily focused on the elderly uh, population, is it? I think so. Is it? From what I've seen, yeah. Yeah. I was listening
0: to the Rich Roll podcast and he was talking about, um, he was interviewing this Dr. Reagan something, but he wrote this book on, on different factors and... Um, they were talking about loneliness on the podcast, and the, this man came in to visit him, and he was in, like, a smaller village in England, and so he was talking to this man about diet, he was talking to him about exercise, and this dude was, like, doing great in his career, he was, like, materially in a really good spot, he, he was still in the te- in the village that he grew up in, but he hadn't seen or made time for any of his friends, and so he was kind of, like, feeling depressed or, like, not super great, um, and he came in to talk about this, this with a doctor, and the doctor was like, okay, you need to go hang out with one of your friends. I think he called him his mate, maybe, right? Um, (laughs) On every every Sunday, um, every Sunday for whatever, and he came back like five weeks let's say i don't remember what he said and he said that the guy's total disposition was completely different because he had started hanging out and making time to be social with other people but that's a thing that we necessarily want i think in the world of busy now that that we think like oh we don't need to hang out with people because we see people but like just to intentionally connect Mm -hmm. i think is um so important and often very much missed that's yeah. like our coffees. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when
1: it first when we started doing that, and then we were like a couple years in, and we would see each other on that set time, set yeah. place every week. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I really remember when we, when I would miss a week or something would yeah. go by, or you know, maybe we had schedules that didn't work yeah, or mm-hmm. travel or whatever, and I would really feel that. Miss well, that, me like, did, yeah, you know,
0: yes, totally. That was like at a point in my life where I think my I was working through a lot of stuff, and also like my relationships were in this uh, kind of dynamic switching kind of place, and mm-hmm. um, and I didn't have a lot of I, I had really strong connections with people, and then that was like switching, and then I felt really like I don't know what to do, and I didn't have uh, like my people at that point that were physically in the same place as I did, yeah, and then. Yeah. And so it's interesting when we were reflecting on the podcast that we started this about connection is because we needed that (laughs) for ourselves. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I mean, and now, like, looking through, looking at what I went through or, Mm -hmm. you know, like going through a divorce, it's like, my gosh, I'm so grateful for obviously the two of you Mm -hmm. and the podcast and just Mm -hmm. like that commitment to our coffee Mm -hmm. and commitment to recording times Mm -hmm. and like, at a time when one of the, well, probably the most important relationship of mine, you know, was disconnecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I had people that I could reconnect with and connect even deeper with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that to me, I mean, it's been the greatest gift, you right. know? I just think so much like, I don't know, I know we were talking about the nugget, and I wonder... I would be really curious to know from our audience, like, what do people, like, what do people do on a weekly basis mm. with a friend or with someone mm-hmm. or some group of people? Or, like, what are, how are other people building connections?
0: Yeah, how do people intentionally connect? Yeah. What is that process mm-hmm. for people? Yeah. yeah,
1: because not too many people meet at 6 a.m. On, on Wednesday mornings. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of right
0: yeah right
1: so like what no. are, what yeah, are yeah. Right. Not.
0: no one meets at 6 a.m <laughs> yeah. thank you yeah, right. thank you right. that's what i was trying right.
1: to fish yeah. out yeah. you guys are just no. uh-huh uh, yeah. amy are right. you talking too much <laughs> no <not laughs> but right. but no i do i like so i'm curious you know
0: yeah, yeah. is that the nugget
1: I for the week I, I mean yeah that sounds good what I would the nugget a- be though to like make a conscious decision to do something weekly or let us know like I'm what both. are people doing okay yeah. okay yeah yeah.
2: think about it and then let us know and if you're not happy with what yeah your intentional connections yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah then choose your people wisely if you're gonna hang out with them every week just saying uh,
1: and <laughs> definitely if you're gonna start a podcast with them
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right Oh,
1: so good <laughs> well, with Joan's work and her um you know divorce focus mm-hmm. obviously w- being a realtor, she's so into the home mm-hmm. and like connection to the home and mm-hmm. um you know we we've touched about we've touched on that a little bit in some earlier episodes, but anything you guys did any any uh, well, takeaways I was there
0: about, well about what it um when I looked at this article on real simple about like what people were saying about their home and I was thinking, well, I should probably figure out what I would say about my home. And so I think for me, it's a place of like safety, security, and a place to land. So when there's like chaos in my world and to have a place that feels like calm and peaceful and that I can Mm -hmm. go there and it's like a respite from the chaos of life, that's what it feels like. Um, And obviously the people are there because it makes a big difference when I'm greeted at the door by my husband and my dog, um, and that feels good. And then it's a lot different when I walk into the house by myself. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So The energy. Yeah, the energy of that. And I mm-hmm. think plants help with that, too. It's a big, a big, yeah. big, big. Captain Green thumb over there. That's right. I live in a jungle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is a <laughs> true <laughs> story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like a treehouse. Yeah, it like is. It.
1: It's like a treehouse. Oxygen.
0: I mean, I bet Dory and Humpty, or Dorian Humpty are so happy to see you when you come home, yeah. right? Dory and yeah. Humpty. Humpty is oh, a game changer. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, she's so... Yeah. She's always in her crate when oh, I come home. But still, And then she's like... she goes around. Right for the around. knees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just headbutts me. I yeah. love yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sweet. Dogs yeah.
0: do make a big difference yeah. in the home, I think. Yeah. yeah. I know. Total
1: joy. I was just talking to uh, somebody about this where there is maybe a dating app coming out. Um, for people with dogs.
2: Oh, that's Smart. a great idea. Smart. Right? I'm surprised it doesn't exist already.
1: It, exactly. And so we were talking about this, and uh, man, I was thinking, I didn't have a dog, like, for my entire adult life. Until, Did you grow up with dogs? Yes, oh. tons of them. Yeah. Like, always two at a time. You know, mm. labs, Uh-oh. Cocker Spaniels. Uh-oh. like dories? Well... <laughs> I see why my parents did it that way, yeah. but I I all I feel like oh what's, my god
2: what's the benefit of two?
1: Then they keep each other company. Oh, okay. and they really like just energy wise, like oh, they, they can play, play. They were, and yes. yeah. I saw another uh, poodle owner on a walk around the park the other day and. She was saying how she had two of them, and that was really great because they could just, you know, poodles are, like, notoriously high energy. And, uh, and But then she had to get rid of, or she had to let one go or something. I don't know, because they moved into a small place. Right. That doesn't sound right, but right. it <laughs> didn't sound that bad when she was saying it. But she was saying how much of a difference. And, you know, when Dory, when we adopted her, she had been rescued with her sister, and when the kids and I went to go get her after her um, spay, we we had to break them apart. Aww. And, like, Dory's sister went with her new owners, and then Aww. we took Dory. Honestly, the kids and I still talk about it. Like, Aww. it was so sad. sad. Yeah. But I was not in a place to take two dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how I got in that tangent. <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs are great. Dogs are great. Two thumbs
2: up. Yep.
1: Yep, go dogs. What is it?
2: What's it gonna be called? Dogs and dates?
1: I don't know. That's a good name, though. Dog date. I don't know. D date. D date. I don't know. I do not know. Like J date. Yeah. Yeah, but D date. D date. -date. Doggy.
0: Doggy. Dick date. Yep. <laughs> oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Silent good. Bob speaks yeah. again. Okay. I had to
2: recover from that beginning part. There <laughs> We had a, had a rocky start. <laughs> hey, how are you doing now, you know? Yeah, fine. Just I might start crying any random moment. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> I'm tearing my it. life apart. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Really great at connection. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So we're learning,
2: we're learning. We're learning.
1: We are exploring <laughs> connection. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes totally failing at well, it. Well, obviously, okay, <laughs> I think okay, so
2: kind of going back to the beginning and like what this year has taught taught us or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it is there is quite an irony that also within the last year we started this podcast about connection and then it it's almost like um like stirring the pot in a way like totally. all my significant relationships have been stirred up and like mm-hmm. I have to look at them closer than I was and it's like what's that all about mm-hmm. is it an energy thing is that a question
1: kind of I think it's really okay, I yeah, mean it's I just think like about what, it all what the are, time
0: what are the chances like the irony of well I mean it's I think it's similar if you so if you go therapy or doing any internal work mm-hmm. like If you're doing work on that stuff and it's pulling things that have Mm. been in the basement and then all of a sudden you're, like, looking at them and you're, like, of course it stirs up all the dust of things, you know?
1: Well, and I think the other thing is that we're doing it publicly. (laughs) Like, here we are. I mean, I've thought about that a lot. Like, whoa, you know, can I keep doing this? You know, or, like, I don't know. It's just very... uh, vulnerable obviously you know and and I think it almost makes it that much more intense maybe Mm -hmm. like this the the pot being stirred yeah yeah because it's like we are talking we are recording yeah what we think about connection and all these different topics and Mm -hmm. and it's like live I mean like this isn't nothing scripted here folks Mm -hmm. right Life unscripted. I had such a hard time. In the Italy list, you know? Anna. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Hashtag life unscripted. unscripted. Less <laughs> alone <laughs> podcast. Oh
0: boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a really hard time with that in the beginning, especially having vulnerability hangovers after you talk about like oh, God. just it was just hard. Yeah. Um, and it feels better now, but it was like sometimes mm-hmm. you know, it's just yeah, the public format of things.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, too, that it's, like, just us having a podcast about this topic, it's, like, almost this implication or it's almost implied that um, we're experts. I think (laughs) something about, like, being, like, we have a podcast about connection. It's, like, implied that we're, like, experts, even though we've said it over and over that we, like, suck at it or, you know, have things to work on or we're exploring it. But still, it's, like, you know. Right. 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 like, Like, Right, we're really bad at connection, but we have a podcast about it. So, like, right. hi, nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think, I think like, what here, as being human beings, I think everyone like struggles at it at some point because yeah. it's everything is like everything's dynamic and, and like life is messy. messy. Life yeah. is messy. I mean,
1: shit. At least we're like here, like showing up, showing up, Yeah. talking about it honestly. Yeah, yeah. like people can leave it or whatever. Yeah, take it, take, take it or leave it. I yeah. mean. Yeah
2: yeah Switch Please take it. Please give us yeah. five stars. We hope you love it. We are also people pleasers. <laughs> we really hope you love it.
0: Thanks. That was a good transition. Into, yeah. Saved it. You saved it. Well done, Anna. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey,
1: hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't mean to be down on it, but it's just like
2: oh no, and I didn't think yeah. you were. Oh
1: okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like cool. please <laughs> phew, <laughs> listener, please love
0: it. Right. Yes. <sighs> well. Yep. We're showing up. We're doing it. That's
1: right. Some some. That should be our new
2: motto. Like a podcast about connection, which we're really bad about. (laughs)
1: Really bad. (laughs) A podcast about Mm -hmm. learning about connection.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's what it is. is. Um, A podcast about connection by people who are really shitty at it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Not always shitty. Not always. We had a great rupture and repair. That
1: we is did great. We for did. Connecting. Wait, can, can I just tell everybody? Sure. Yeah, because we're gonna have to edit that part out. So we you d- tell d- them. Tell
0: them now. Go ahead.
1: My my, I started getting sweaty palms because Why? these two oh. over here, their little spat. Well, tell them when,
2: because we're gonna have to cut that part out. Tell them when the spat happened.
1: Spat happened when Erin take one was trying to <laughs> say a few times <laughs> what her what she had learned from the last year and Anna kept um joking and like making light of poking the bear poking the bear and the bear got grouchy and so (laughs) then (laughs) the the
0: the, bear can only take so much
1: the bear reached its capacity and then it just went south but we stopped recording yep and um what did you guys do? You should tell. Well, we I we did a sandwich up. hug.
0: We had a discussion about it. I jumped up, gave Anna a knee hug, snuggled her to the bosom. Yeah, and it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. there were tears. Oh. We were working through it, yeah. and then you came and did a sandwich hug. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. What
1: all about right. for you, Anna?
0: Oh,
1: oh
2: boy, too soon. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, I thought I thought you, Aaron, um, told me how you felt very maturely, and. It was like I could hear you and just say, I'm very sorry. I mm-hmm. I overstepped. I was trying to be funny. I wasn't funny. I needed to take you a class. You were cla- funny for a little. I needed to take I need to take a class. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I need to read Aaron
0: symbols. I know someone who you can see about that. Who? Cressel. Wait. Oh right.
2: <laughs> I was and thinking
0: some, I your think... ex your ex, the comedian. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah, he he's very funny. But um sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cut that out. okay we're gonna have to edit that part out too no that's fine um he is funny uh but yeah yeah, yeah i thought you told me that very maturely and we
1: talked through it and on the spot Rupture and repair. It's but like the, life is messy, but, but we, I would but say we do it.
0: The thing is, is that so we were. to We've talked about underlying energy, and Joan's energy was calm, and the reason why we couldn't move on for that is because I couldn't get that out of my body, and mm-hmm. so then we had to talk about it further. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you could feel that, and so that's why we had to do the pause. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think there's probably a few reasons. Yeah. To do to do the pause, and then the we pause. got back to it. And I feel like I don't know. I just I. Um, I look forward to the day when we can go back and listen to some of these episodes mm. and be like, "Oh my God, remember, remember when
2: that, that happened?" When like we're in our Golden Girls house. That's yeah, right. totally, <laughs> totally. But I
0: think I think that I, that is rupture and repair is so important yeah. because yeah. that's uh, relationships are messy. Yeah, it's not like it, it was a thing that you were intentionally trying to do, and it's not intentionally I was trying to be offended by what was happening. It just happens, mm-hmm. and so then you work through it, and that's what.
1: And I think in divorce, it's like, you can't rupture and repair that relationship. Yeah, You know, Ruptured. like it's
0: really, good
1: it is really, um, and so that's an interesting thing. I talk to my kids a lot about rupture and repair mm-hmm. and, and then I also have to say and own the fact that like, I, I, I can't repair all relationships mm-hmm. and like, you know, I mean, it takes two obviously, but like, um, that's reality, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so, yeah. I yeah. just think it's like being human, finding who you can connect with, yep. Who you can do rupture and repair with, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you can't, then I would. It's worth reevaluating those relationships.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep.
0: Time to land the plane. Yes, let's land this mofo. I
1: feel like we should sing "Kumbaya." <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Just kidding. Why uh-huh. Not? Uh-huh. Let's set this place on fire. <gasps> Go Maya! <my own. laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, we'll see you next time. Yeah.
0: That sounds good. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.